This is a GRDC podcast. A decade ago, you wouldn't have expected a Grains Research update to include a presentation on grain grower mental health. But awareness and circumstance, especially drought, makes mental health an appropriate subject to include on the program. Hello, I'm Tony Crowley. At the 2020 Gondawindi update, Letitia Cross from the Rural Adversity Mental Health Program, or RAMP, gave a presentation titled Driving Profit Through Good Mental Health. RAMP is a partnership between the New South Wales Centre for Rural and Remote Mental Health and that state's local health districts. What the presentation focused on was the business link between farmers and their advisors, a relationship that exists to help drive profit and it's a two-way street. But as working the land gets more stressful, it's in an advisor's interest to start a conversation about mental health if a farmer client appears stressed, according to Letitia Cross. Look, I think whilst it hasn't been a traditional area, um, having those uh, conversations around stress management or mental health hasn't been a traditional area, it actually makes really good business sense. Um, because our businesses are interlinked with our growers um, and it ensures the long-term profitability and viability of not just the farmer's business but also the consultants who serve them or the ag service industry. When did your organisation kick off? How long ago and what were the circumstances? It was in a different guise but it was actually formed um, in 2007 around the millennial drought. Um, and there was a real understanding that they, we need to be supporting um, our rural and remote uh, people in rural and remote communities to look after their mental health for not just at a critical adverse incident but also on a long-term basis to help build that resilience, that ability to bounce forward through change. Because there has been a little bit of rain around and in some areas there's a bit of uh, relief to the drought but it's still ongoing, Does that lessen stress for people or can that be no different? Look, it's it's wonderful to see green and it's great to see rain and we should celebrate when we're getting that. Um, But we know it's been patchy. Uh, We know it hasn't been drought breaking. And often it can cause, it can be a period of high stress because we've, we've held this stress for years leading up to this point of significant rainfall um, and we've driven ourselves into the ground through all the things that we do to get through that drought Um, and when it rains we're all focused on it'll be all right when it rains it'll be all right when it rains and then the rain comes and because we're under a high amount of stress it doesn't rain money it doesn't rain crops it doesn't rain cash flow does it So the challenge is that when it rains, often it means that you can be compromised, um, you can be in a period of poor mental health or under extreme stress, and now you've got to start making more management decisions. And you've got to start, um, there's financial impacts of those too. So it can actually increase the stress levels when we're actually quite run down. So for some people uh, it's good, but it can be a, a high stress period. And I guess it's been well over a decade then that this sort of um, support and service has been available and have you seen some real positives come from that? Yeah, I think that um, it's a struggle in Australia and particularly rural Australia, we're incredibly 
stoic, we're very resilient people um, and we're that tough that we can rust sometimes, you know. We're really good at helping others but we're not always great at putting our hand up. I think that we've there's been some great advances in breaking down the stigma about asking for help. I think that um, there's a lot of, uh, people are more likely to do that but the more that we do break down that stigma, the more that we actually work to make it okay for people, the more people that we can get to help early so that we're not dealing with the acute side of things. Now one of the um, early parts of your presentation here today was to talk about uh, four steps to address mental health and stress management. So run us through those. Okay, so um, as agronomists and consultants and ag suppliers it's it's really easy to incorporate that um, mental health um, uh, approach into your business because you're having conversations anyway. You're a trusted advisor within the um, within our growers and our farmers' businesses. So there's four things that we can do to incorporate that. One, we can look at managing uh, stress and encouraging our, our uh, clientele to manage their stress, but also managing our own stress. Um, the second thing we can do is we can support good. Uh, decision making because often when people become overwhelmed from stress um, or they start to experience periods of poor mental health uh, their decision making can become compromised um, so supporting good decision making the third thing we can do is we can notice changes in our growers in our clients notice the changes have the conversation start the conversation and encourage people to help uh, and the last thing we need to do is um, these sorts of uh, these sorts of conversations can carry a weight, uh, and so we need to make sure that we're looking after ourselves in the long term. So that's our fourth step: is to look after ourselves. You also had some pretty significant statistics that sort of gave us a, a good overview of just how much of an issue this is nationwide. Yeah. So. Um, particularly around um, our uh, poor decision making and the cost um, of poor mental health to our small businesses. So PricewaterhouseCoopers um, has, uh, they estimate that absenteeism from poor mental health or mental illness in Australia costs us 4.7 billion per annum. And presenteeism, which is when you're there but you're only about half effective, that um, can cost us up to 6.1 billion per annum to our small businesses in Australia every year. Um, but that also doesn't take into account the additional uh, impact of poor decision making by that grower or that farmer within their own enterprise. Yeah, so it, it can have considerable costs. For the advisors, uh, agronomists, what action do you take? Yeah, well, you manage your own stress. And so there's, it's, it's finding those opportunities to put and encouraging your farmers um, to, and your growers to take those opportunities to put that stress down. Five minutes a day can be really beneficial where we put that whir in our head, you know, the donuts that we all sometimes get down for five minutes. And that can be um, uh, taking time to do things that you enjoy that can be... Um, Maybe it's uh, listening to music, maybe it's gardening, maybe it's reading a book, um, whatever that is for you, uh, yeah, you find what works for you. The second thing that we can do um, is that we can um, assist in that decision making. 
um, so that we can make sure that we're helping our farmers to prioritise and make an appropriate decisions within timeframes. Is that relevant? Uh, should we be looking at the rotational um, decisions that we're making next year or should we actually be looking at the weed management at the moment from the recent rain? Um, so it's making sure that those um, decisions are appropriate and in the time frame. Um, looking at our options, um, making informed decisions and sometimes that brings all those networks to the table. Um, it's bringing your accountant, your marketer, your agro together and making an informed decision about the best thing for your enterprise. Um, but it's also about evaluating, reassessing and adapting as we go on through these conditions. And the last thing, uh, sorry, the third step that we want um, uh, that we can implement into our business as an as a, um, ag supplier or a consultant is to notice someone struggling and when we do have that conversation. So um, two of the biggest signs that someone is struggling with their mental health is a significant change in mood or behaviour that's uncharacteristic for them um, and also social isolation. So they're two really big things to look out for and if we start to notice those types of things, if we start to notice people angry or worried, um, lack of concentration, uh, changing sleeping or eating habits, those types of things, then we ask the question, I'm really worried about you because I've noticed a change in your behaviour. How are you travelling? It can be as simple as that. Are people adopting this? It's, it's a pretty difficult thing when you're visiting someone on, for a business purpose and then you suddenly turn the conversation around to private matter. Yeah, look, it can be a balance and... Um, not always are we going to skip off into the sunset hand in hand when we ask this conversation. But I think if you come from it from a genuine, caring, non-judgmental place, that people understand that and they understand that you want the best for them. And it's not from a judging thing. It's actually from, look, mate, these times are tough. And we know that particularly around this drought, uh, particularly around times when we have that adverse stress, that that can have a significant impact on us over the long haul. And someone reaching out and saying, are you okay? Can actually make it okay for people to accept help or to even to start to think about, hey, well, maybe it is having an impact on me. And that impact um, is not necessarily just the grower themselves. It could be the grower's uh, partner, the grower's family. So. Does it get a little bit involved though? I mean, should an advisor, if he's there with the couple, say to the spouse, well, what have you noticed about your partner? Are they sort of traveling well? Uh, look, I don't think you, I mean, you can, it depends on the relationship that you have with them. And that always, you know, and maybe you're not the right person to have that conversation. And sometimes it's about finding someone else that can. Uh, that is your responsibility. But um, I think that generally asking how people are travelling and saying, look, it's been a, it's been a bloody awful time. Um, I know it's tough for you. What's that like? Yeah? I think that that can actually be really powerful without overstepping that professional boundary. Um, or it can be as simple as saying, look, I am worried about you 
have you thought about talking to someone about this? So that you don't have to take that responsibility on of holding the story or whatever that happens to be. Um, sometimes it's just about encouraging people to help. And that it can be that simple. Have you actually had feedback or any of your colleagues had feedback about um, real progress, about people who have been in a situation where they have been suffering, they have been under stress, but by going through this process have been able to turn around? Uh, look, we hear it every day. We are um, blessed to do the work we do at RAMP and we, um, time and time again, we know that mental illness is both common and treatable. Um, one in five Australians each year um, will develop a mental illness and when we blow that out to our lifetime, it's almost one in two. So if it's not you, it's me. That's how common this is. But we don't talk about it. And if we don't talk about it, how do we know that we're not the only one? And how do we know that it's okay to reach out? And I think that's what conversations like today are really important about is, is encouraging people that it's okay to reach out and the help's there and the help helps. Um, but um, every day, we are exposed to that um, and seeing how much difference. Some, and it's a range of things for people. Sometimes um, there's a range of treatment options. Um, sometimes it might be just talking about your lifestyle things. So how's your sleep? Let's sort that out. Because if you're not sleeping, that adds so much more to that um, stress and also that poor mental health. Maybe it's about uh, your food. Maybe it's about um, stress management techniques. But maybe it's something a bit more and talking to your GP about that can help. Um, or alternatively, um, talking to a counsellor or a psychologist might be the way to help manage that. It, it doesn't have to be a pill. That's okay if we need that. But there's a whole range of things in there that can help people. We have local coordinators embedded in communities that are a great first point of call to understand what's there. Um, the other great first point of call is your GP. So he, can, um, he or she can rule out, um, maybe it's a physical thing as to why you're struggling, and if it's not, maybe it's a mental health thing, and they can tap you into the resources and programs available. And some of those might be specialist clinical uh, services, um, like a counsellor or a psychologist, uh, but it might also be uh, looking at some lifestyle things. Um, the other thing is there's a lot of online, um, reputable online um, organisations and phone services that you can tap into, like uh, Beyond Blue and Black Dog, and also the RAMP website, which is www.ramhp.com.au. Um, and what we want you to know, what we want to encourage is that it's okay not to be okay. There's help out there and the help helps. What would you say are the take home messages? Uh, that, look, that mental health is the good stuff. It's the stuff that we want to look after so that um, we're less likely to develop illness. That actually supporting um, our uh, clients, our growers around this is beneficial not just for them and their business but also for our own business as consultants or agronomists. Um, and there's a really four simple stepped process that we can do um, to uh, achieve that and that's make sure we're managing our own stress, support good decision making, 
if you notice someone struggling, have the conversation and encourage them to help and then look after ourselves. And that way we can long-term maintain the profitability and viability of our farmer's business, but also our own. Letitia Cross from the Rural Adversity Mental Health Program. For more information about this and other presentations, search Update Papers on GRDC's website. And if you would like to talk to someone, contact your local RAMP coordinator. Their website is ramhp.com.au or talk to Beyond Blue. Its national helpline is 1300 22 4636 or Lifeline 13 11 14. I'm Tony Crowley. Thanks for listening. Thank you.